What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Behind the Glass Sports Podcast. We thank you guys for tuning in. Wednesday edition. Uh, a lot of crazy things happened yesterday, and we just got to get to so much of it. Um, and, I mean, there's no really way to puff it up or reason to beat around the bush. Manfred canceled more games. I mean, we're into the second week, and he's still canceling games for the MLB season. When is this going to... No, that is not the breaking news we talk about here. (laughs) Russell Wilson is a Denver Bronco. Let that sink in for a second. Um, Now, I know many of you, probably like me, are scarred from what he did in Super Bowl... What was that? 48... Um, but you know what? If I would have told you in that moment, right, and we, we didn't really know Russell was going to turn into this, but if I would have told you maybe in the next Super Bowl when he's really developing into one of the star quarterbacks of the league and they're playing the Patriots, like, you had to go through that loss, but you'll end up getting that guy on your team eventually. Would you accept it? I would accept it. I mean, you're going from one Hall of Famer to another Hall of Famer. It's just very full circle. And not only that, what was it, six years ago, yesterday, I think Peyton retired from the NFL. And on the same day, the Broncos land another quarterback in Russell Wilson, Hall of Famer. That That is just mind-blowing. It's nuts. Um, I don't know how you found out yesterday, but I was at work and, you know, I can't be on my phone. But my boss just comes down the hall and he's not, he's not even a Broncos fan. And he's like, Russell Wilson, huh? And I'm like... Uh, what about him? <laughs> like, what, what are you talking about? And he's like, he's coming to Denver. And I was like, wait, what? Like, I kind of brushed it off because I was helping somebody at the time. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I didn't really think much about it. And then my phone started to blow up because of the group text with me, you, Thomas, and Bodie. <laughs> and, like, it was like a thing. And I was like, oh, like, this is, like, legitimate. Um, I, It still hasn't really sank in, sunk in, sank in, whatever it is, sunk in. for yep. me yet. Um, I don't think it will until I see like that first preseason snap, but it's really wild to think that in just a snap of a finger, quarterback woes are, are finished. It's all gone. <laughs> we, we don't have to go through the Brett Rippins, the Brandon Allens, the Drew Locks, the Teddy Bridgewater, Case Keenum, uh, whom Paxton Lynch, um, Joe Flacco, who am I missing here? All the quarterbacks we've had since then, since Peyton, Trevor Simeon, right? We don't have to go through that anymore. I'm just, it's mind-blowing. It's kind of weird at the same time because when you see these guys play for one team for so long, you don't really ever expect them to leave. Um, and then, and then not even not even factoring in the whole roller coaster with Aaron Rodgers yesterday. You think you're going to get him, and then he decides not to. You know, he decides to stay in Green Bay with that monster deal, um, and then you're kind of sad. But then, oh, you're gonna you can't get this Hall of Famer, but you get a younger future Hall of Famer. I'll take it. Yesterday was a great day. Um, I don't, where were you? How did you find out about it? Yeah, I was uh, working from home in a meeting and I get a text from my brother-in-law and it's uh it's the emoji with the head exploding you know <laughs> I'm like and, and cuz right like just before that he had texted me I was in meetings all morning and he was like oh Aaron Rodgers back to the Packers and I see that I'm like eh, all right whatever and then I get the the emoji I'm like 
Oh, that's weird. I wonder if like you meant to send that to someone else or what? Because I, I just it made no sense, right? Because it's just a random emoji. Um, so I'm like, huh, whatever. So I'm in my meeting, and all of a sudden, like in the corner of my eye, on my other monitor, I've I've tweet deck up, and all of a sudden it goes boom, 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 and and all the tweets are just like going nuts, right? It's just it's flying, and I'm like, what in the world is going on? So I look over. And I just see Russell Wilson in a Broncos jersey. And I'm like, what in the hell just happened? Because we've talked about Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, and whether or not we would want the Denver Broncos to go after one of these guys. And we, I, I, at least for me, I thought the only logical one, or the only... The only one that was even remotely possible in my mind was Aaron Rodgers. I did not think there was a world that Russell Wilson would be traded this season or this yeah, offseason. Me either. Right? It felt more like a year ago with Rodgers, right? Where, like, you know, maybe kicking tires on some things. Maybe there's some issues over there, but they'll play out the season and then they'll, they'll make a move next year, right? Like, mm -hmm. that's what it felt like. Um, and then in my mind... I mean, he's 30, what, 33, 34? So, like, in my mind, just there's no way Seattle would even think about trading Russell Wilson. Um, and so I just, it, it's, yeah, it, it's more of just shock. It's more of how, what, and then my immediate thought was, oh, God, it's Russell Wilson, not Aaron Rodgers. They must have given up four firsts. Two seconds and Jerry Judy or Javante. Like my first thought was, please, like, cause it was Seattle, so I'm like, please don't trade Pat Sertan, right? Like that was my immediate thought was four first, two seconds and Pat Sertan, or or Jerry Judy or Javante. One of those three. Um, I it's just, I mean, I got the list here: Trevor Simeon thirteen and eleven, Paxton Lynch one and three, Brock Osweiler zero and four, Case Keenum six and ten. Joe Flacco, 2-6. Brandon Allen, 1-2. Jeff Driscoll, 0-1. Brett Rippon, 1-0. Kendall Hinton, 0-1. Drew Locke, 8-10. on that list. And then there's Teddy Bridgewater. Unbelievable. 11 yeah. starting quarterbacks mm -hmm. in six years. Mm -hmm. And it's for the next eight, they got one. Yep. injuries, and, and, and um, Russell is 33. He'll be 34 on November 29th this year. So at the bare minimum, yeah. you're gonna get you're gonna get three. You're gonna get six, years. Maybe, six seasons, maybe, probably. But I would say at least at the bare minimum, two to three, you're gonna get. And now that obviously he's he's a free agent after two, so it'll be this year and next year. Mm -hmm. So this is assuming that they sign him long term, which you right, know, right. if all goes well, I don't see why not. But at the bare minimum, I think you get three prime years in him. And even then, if he drops off slightly, I mean, <laughs> he's it, 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 going ahead with your point. And I'll get to everything I was I was. I'll get well, to well, I mean, here's here's the thing with, with Russ. And this is why I say bare, I would say bare minimum. You're getting four years in his prime, uh, probably more. I, I don't think I don't think the way Russell Wilson he's he's like Brady in that the way he takes care of his body like Chris Paul like uh, LeBron James they spend a lot of money on their body. Um, I mean you saw how fast he came back from that that fingering injury and now he didn't come back, uh, you know perfect right he he was still he still had his issues with the finger but 
the the way he takes care of his body, the way the way he works on his body, it's not going to be a situation where you get two and a half amazing years with him, and then all of a sudden he drops off a cliff, and now you need a defense to carry him. Right? It's not going to be like the Peyton Manning situation. It's not going to be like what it would have been if it was Aaron Rodgers, where you're hoping you can get two, uh, maybe three years out of him, and then you got to win in that time frame. This is not that situation. It's not. Uh, you got, in my mind, you got six years, a six-year window, maybe more. And that's, and, and he said, uh, he has said before that he wants to play into his 40s, um, like, like Brady. So if you take that, you know, I mean, take that for what, what it's worth, but I, that's seven, eight years. You, you've got a guy for seven, eight years. And I don't see a situation where it's a drop off like what Peyton's was, right? Because Peyton already was coming in with issues. Like he couldn't feel his fingers. Like there's, there's some problems there. Um, so that was, that was a whole different situation. Now, Will Russ always be able to escape and, and run around like he does now? No, but I mean, at worst, by the end in seven, eight years, he's what Drew Brees was in Drew Brees' final year, right? Like that's what he's probably going to be, and I'm pretty sure everyone would take that uh, very happily uh, in, in a you know year seven or eight so i think that's more of what to expect now obviously hopefully he stays healthy hopefully he doesn't you know hold on to the ball too long and get get hit you know get, gets hit a lot uh gets injured there's there's some concerns with that but i mean last season was the first year he missed any sort of games in his career and he missed three so this is i mean we haven't even. We'll get to the, the the specifics of the deal, but as far as how long this is going to be, I mean, as long as Denver treats him well, I this is this is a long term thing. This is not a three four year window with, like it was with Peyton. It's not. No, and it. I, there's 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 so many thoughts flooding into my mind because there's so many things we have to get to. Um, but no, I think at, at the bare minimum, I mean, if you get, listen, if you get more than four years out of Russell Wilson, fine. I mean, but this time, please, let's make sure we actually enjoy every second of this because we just went through six years, which felt like 50 without a quarterback. So if you're a Bronco fan, like, obviously you want to win the Super Bowl, right? You want to, you want to be where the Chiefs are. You want to be where Buffalo is. You want to be a perennial contender. You want to win as many Super Bowls as you can. Obviously, that's the goal. But enjoy every second of this because it goes by so quick. And once you don't have that guy, you are screwed. You're screwed. And you have to get lucky. And we could just get into the the deal itself and, and what the Broncos gave up. The Broncos stole from Seattle. They stole a Hall of Fame quarterback. Like, they gave up a quarterback that's maybe a backup in this league. Maybe. They gave up Shelby Harris, who solid to a good defensive player. And outside of that, I mean, is he a star player? I don't think so. He's 30 years old, by the way. Yeah, so I mean, he's yeah, how much does he really have left? Good player. I'm not saying Shelby's bad by any means. He's he's a good player. He's he's a good player. Um, and then you give up Noah Fant. We've had our 
I don't want to say disliking of Noah Fant, but I think it's fair to say that Noah Fant did not live up to expectation. Now, I don't think that's all his fault. I think part of that is the QBs he was dealt, the systems he had to play in, but I think part of it was him too. He had some drop issues. There was the injury uh, to the ankle that had him miss some time. Um, and it just felt felt like, at least in his first couple years, he didn't really play his size. Like, he's a big dude, but he does not break any tackles. He, he doesn't really, like, pop. Whereas, like, you see a guy like Albert O, he's hurdling guys. He's just as fast, maybe if not faster. He's not as, um, like, built as Noah. But size-wise, I mean, he's he's not... I don't think he's shorter than Noah. I think he's he might be taller than Noah, actually. Um, fan, I mean, that one kind of sucks. But at the same time, I'm not like... Like, if you would have told me, you can get Russell Wilson for Drew Locke, Shelby Harris, Noah Fant, two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and then that's it, I think. Um, but absolutely, sign me up. Like, if I were, and just like you, if I were to think, you know, and we didn't talk about this, but if I'm thinking of what would Seattle want, like if I was Seattle, I would have asked for at least two first, maybe three, and a guy like Sertan or Judy. I mean, I start the conversation, I start the conversation at three first, and, right. and that's where I was at with, with Aaron Rodgers, and this is why I said I did not want Aaron Rodgers, whether he was available or not, because for a guy who's 38... I'm not giving up three firsts and two seconds. Right. right? And, this, and this guy's younger, and he's also going to be a Hall of Famer. Um, yeah, so that's why when, when I saw the news, immediately I was like, well, it's got to be bare minimum three ones. Right. Bare minimum. And I would have um, thought either Sertan or Judy or even maybe Javante is included in that, right? Like one of those players you think they're going to be in that, they would have to be. You You gave up none of those guys. None of them. Well, here, here's the here's the kicker. You add up all the salaries, including the picks. The Broncos saved twelve million dollars. It's insane. That's so not only, not only did you not give up as much as you wanted, or not give up as much as we would think you would have to give up, but you saved money. Yeah. I, That's what look, you literally and stole from the Seahawks. They 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 stole from Seattle. I, now it, the situation must have been really bad in Seattle, and, and, and now you're starting and to also, see that in the reports. And also the big thing, and I think this has also kind of been thrown on the rug. Russell Wilson forced his way to Denver because you don't think that Pittsburgh would have wanted would would have driven up the price. You don't think Tennessee would have possibly driven up the price. They had to have Cleveland. Right. If any of those AFC teams, not to mention, by the way, the NFC teams and Washington offering four ones, but these other teams would have driven up the price for Russell Wilson if Wilson had said, "Okay, I want to go to either Denver, Pittsburgh or Tennessee. At that point, that price drives up. Right. Then it's three ones, you know, or or maybe more two seconds, a big time player. Right. If Pittsburgh or if Tennessee were to offer a lot more. So the fact that, you know, Russell Wilson just wanted Denver and kind of forced his way to only Denver, at least the only AFC team, because I believe the list, when the list came out, it was three NFC teams and one AFC team. I believe, I think it was 
the, the Giants I know were in there. Um, gosh, I, I don't I don't remember the other teams. It was a while ago when that list came out, but that that is the that is the most important aspect in this is that Russell Wilson chose Denver, and that's why Denver's price the, the the price of Russell for Russell Wilson was not that high because they were the only team that could trade for him. At least that Seattle was willing to trade to because they refused to trade to Washington. And I'm at this point, now that I, I know what Washington offered, I don't, who cares if you're sending them to another team in the NFC? I don't care. You know what? Hey, San Fran, I'll take Trey Lance in three ones. Like I'll trade them in the division. I don't care because two ones, two twos, a 30-year-old defensive end slash tackle who knocks down balls. Congrats. No offense. I, who cares? None of it matters. And here's the thing. Let's say worst case for the Broncos. Worst case. You get bounced in the playoffs the next two years and Russell Wilson leaves. Okay. Well, no big deal. Really, no big deal because you have your first-round pick back. No big deal. If it's a two-year run, who cares? Because you only gave up two years worth of picks. It does not matter. Does not matter. So even at the worst-case scenario, it still is better than anything Denver could have done. Yeah. So absolutely. It, it's the best possible deal. Um, you know, and, and I know on this podcast, I've said it would not trade for any of these guys. I thought the price was going to be double. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Yeah, I, 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 there's no way in, in my mind I would ever trade Russell Wilson for that. that there's no way. And, and we've talked about how, you know, when these quarterbacks start to get right in around your thir- their 30s and in their second contract, and it's a massive contract, in my mind, I would consider trading them, mm-hmm. right? We've talked about this. Mm-hmm. And it's because, in my mind, those guys are worth so much that I could get back way more and rebuild. And, and like, for example, and, and this was brought up when uh, last year's draft class with the quarterbacks being so good, if I could have gotten, you know, if I could have traded Russell Wilson to Jacksonville for number one, another first two seconds and a player sure because i'm getting i know i'm getting trevor lawrence i know i'm getting another one two twos and you know whatever young player josh allen right like that is something that i would be asking for if i were to trade a guy like russell wilson and what that does for a team like seattle is saying okay well I got your I got my quarterback who's in a rookie contract so I got 5 years with him making only you know 10 mil a year I get a first and two seconds I can rebuild my team with that and possibly try and win a Super Bowl in that 5 year window the offer that Seattle got from Denver it doesn't help you one there's no there there's no quarterback that you're going to get at 9 that's going to be remotely at, as good as Russell Wilson or even Trevor Lawrence, right? I mean, the best quarterback in this class right now is probably Malik Willis, and he's going to go too. So you're going to have to trade up 
to go get that guy because you're at nine. I, the, the the second round pick, okay. I mean, the, and and here's the other thing: the Broncos have what five or six picks in the top one nineteen, or four picks in the top one nineteen. So it's not like they don't have any picks either. This is this was a hell of a deal. George Payton, congrats to him. Um, I mean, this is this is better than getting Peyton Manning. And 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 obviously hindsight will be twenty twenty. You know, when we look back in ten years from now. But as of right now, this is this is a much better get than than what John Elway did with Peyton. And obviously that ended in in two Super Bowl appearances and and one Super Bowl win. So, you know, we'll see if that you know if this results in that or better. But as of right now, this is yeah. On the this surface, is you, the, could be, you you have more certainty with this get because I, I mean right. Russell's coming off a season where he was injured, but obviously he played the the remainder of the season. Didn't play great, but he well played. here's Peyton well people are play. like oh he didn't play great. I, I okay, I mean in fourteen games, three thousand one hundred thirteen yards, twenty five touchdowns and six picks. 64.8 completion percentage had a quarterback rating of let's see uh the rating for him was 103.1 QBR of 54.7 that's in a down year right and that, that that's is what his I mean worst like his year you're, you're you're that's not i guess great a year but... the year before when seattle was not that good or or no they went 12 and 4 the year before that they went 12 and 4 uh he threw for 4,200 yards, 40 touchdowns, just 13 interceptions, um, a quarterback rating of 105.1. I mean, and this is not even looking at his running ability. It, exactly. He's a, he's a dual is, threat now, which we've never had at a, since since John Elway, really, a quarterback that is mobile. Um, now, I, I guess you've had guys sprinkled in there who could move a little bit, Drew Locke and uh, Paxton Lynch, but obviously they didn't work out. But to to go to your your um, suggestion or your comment about the picks, like the Broncos didn't give up, they still have a second right this year. The they last have, pick in the second round. Yep. They have two thirds. They have oh. two fourths, a oh. fifth, and a seventh. If if they uh, wanted to, I don't believe they have that fifth because I believe they traded that fifth. To... They had two fifths. Oh, they had two fifths. Yeah. Okay, well, yep. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, uh, yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. They have and and here's second, the thing: two thirds, two fourths, a fifth, and a seventh. Here's the thing. If you like a guy in the top of the second round, you can trade for him. Well, that's what I was going to say. You could flip you trade those up. thirds for a second and, you know, whatever. So the Broncos are still going to have picks, right? I mean, they came into this year, I guess, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 draft picks. They've traded five of them. to the to, uh, Three went to the Seahawks. One went to the Niners. One went to the Vikings. Um... So you still have these picks, and then you get the pick from the Rams, right? Uh, two mm-hmm. picks from the Rams, the second and third. So, I mean, <laughs> they're they're fine. like George Payton has done a masterful job, and I, I really don't want to don't want to take away from what John Elway did, but oh, I'm taking away everything from what John Elway did. Payton? This is this is already. A hundred times better than That's anything John Elway did. Peyton already in his short stint has done more. I don't want to say more. I think has shown 
better shown that he can be a better GM than John Elway already. Yeah, flat out. He's a better GM. He's better at drafting. He's better at trading. And he's going to be just as good as signing guys because he has Russell Wilson. Now you got a guy. So it's even. Like, it's going to be... There, there will be free agents wanting to come to play w- with Russell Wilson, just like players wanted to go play with Peyton Manning. It's not like John Elway convinced those guys to take pay cuts to play with pay, to to play with the Broncos. No, those guys took pay cuts to play with Peyton Manning. The same thing is going to happen with Russell Wilson. Yep. Same thing. Yep. And, and and the free agents out there. For what the Broncos need, you need a corner. Okay, well, J.C. Jackson just got released. You don't think he'd be interested? Uh, Wait, they released him? Yeah, the Patriots released J.C. Jackson. Uh, How about Bobby Wagner? You need an inside linebacker. Seattle just released Bobby Wagner. How about you go get Bobby Wagner? Boom, inside linebacker, taken care of. Uh, The Bears, I believe Hakeem Hicks, Nicks? Hicks, um, yeah. He's available. Hicks. He's available. Go get him. Your defensive tackle is fixed. Boom. Done. You need a right tackle. How about you trade up into the top of the second round? Grab a right tackle. Done. I, it's it's not that hard to go out there and rebuild this team. Bring back Kareem Jackson if you want. I like Caden Stearns. You can bring. You can roll with him. It's fine. This this team. You can go out and get Marcus May. I don't know if he'll be available from the Jets or not. But you could go out and get him. The, the thing is, they saved money. They're going to have cap space. And also, the other part of it, right now in the NFL, cap space doesn't exist. Right. You can you can go to Russ and be like, okay, we want to extend you. Let's do a five-year deal. But the cap hit for this year is going to be very low. Boom. Done. It, it's the cap space. Uh, what the Rams did and what Green Bay is doing and what New Orleans did, by the way, uh, the cap space really doesn't exist now in five years. You may have some issues, but if you get a Super Bowl or two out of it, who cares? Yeah. So it looks like the Patriots just didn't use their tag on JC Jackson. So, I mean, he's going to be a free agent. They didn't necessarily release him, but they just didn't. Tag. Well, they let him go. They I mean, let him go. Essentially. I mean, there's still a chance they could sign him back, but it doesn't look like it. No. <laughs> from, from, I mean, listen, yes, the, the, the realm of possibilities is wide open, right? I mean, it's huge. Oh, uh, by the way, we could bring back Von Miller if you wanted to. Now, obviously, well, he's going to try and work things out with the Rams. Yeah, but here's here's the other thing: this draft is one of the better pass rushing drafts, pass rusher drafts that we've seen. You can get a guy in the top of the second round if you want to go out and sign a right tackle in free agency, move up in the second round, grab a, a edge rusher in the draft. There's also Randy Randy Gregory who's available. You can go out and I don't know how much money he's going to cost, but um, uh, Chris uh, Chandler Jones is available. So there's guys out there that you can go out and get. Now, obviously, I would love to bring back Vaughn. He had, I believe, eight sacks in his last nine yeah, games or nine sacks in his stretch. last eight games. Um, that's what happens when you know you lead in in football games and you can actually score more than twenty it points. Also helps so, that he had Aaron Donald to take away some of the focus too. Sure. Right. Right. Yeah. Sure. Um, but. I mean, this is all of a sudden you're put in a position where you need four or five pieces. You can go out and get fairly easily. You, we've seen George Payton be great at drafting. I mean, almost every single one of his picks last year are starters. So, I mean, at, I mean, a lot of people just, think his draft class last year is among the best, if not the best last year. 
Yeah. So, I mean, the, the, everything's on the table now. Now, I'm not, as it stands right now, now things can change. Do I think the Broncos are a Super Bowl favorite? No. No. Do I think they're a contender? Sure. I think there's, now if they if they didn't bring in anyone mind-blowing in free agency, but they get some solid guys, I still don't know if I'd pick them over the Chiefs, but I'm not going to sit here and tell you that the Chiefs are favorites to win this division outright. Like, this is this might be a 60-40, 55-45 situation, because now, now the, I mean, we've seen with the Chiefs, you know, they, they have their, they're human. Patrick Mahomes is human. He's great, but he's human, right? Their defense, it's it's not always there. It, sometimes it's it struggles to start the season and it comes on at the end of the season. Sometimes it's good and then it's bad. You don't know. You don't know with these with these things. So they're not a favorite by any means, um, but I think they're firmly within that conversation. I think when I think Super Bowl favorites, I think out of the AFC at least, I think Buffalo, uh, the Chiefs, I don't know about the Bengals, but I'll put them in there. Um, I mean, you have to include the Ravens because of Lamar Jackson. But, I mean, I would say the Broncos have just as good odds as the Bengals and Ravens, if not better. I mean, they, they might be the third team that I would think in the AFC could come out. If I had to choose well, yeah, and team. right now, right now, as far as um, Vegas goes, they have them third out of the AFC, right behind the Chiefs and Bills. Exactly. So... And that's before free agency. That's before the draft. You know, you don't know what injuries can happen or things like that. Um, but, I mean, this team is set up. And they have a guy now who can attract free agents. And it's not it's not the Chiefs division anymore to just walk all over people. I mean, theoretically, hopefully, uh, the Broncos will now have a say in that. And then you get the conversation, too, which is kind of mind-blowing to me. Like, Nick Wright, resident Denver hater, um... Congratulations, Broncos, on getting the third best quarterback in the division. I'm sorry. Is Russell Wilson not a future Hall of Famer? Like, I get Justin Herbert is really good. Really good. But what has he done that Russell Wilson hasn't done? And what has Russell Wilson done that Justin Herbert has done? Uh, one of them has been to two Super Bowls, won one, should have won a second one. Um, and he would have had, he would have been the only quarterback. To have on his resume, he beat Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. It came down to one play that that decided that fate. But to think that the Broncos now all of a sudden have the third best quarterback in the division? I'm not going to go there. Now, I've seen the debates from like the national debate shows of uh, who would you rather have for the next five years, Herbert or Russell Wilson. I think that's a different conversation, but... If I had to choose between the two, I'm going to take Russell Wilson right now because he's the Hall of Famer. He, he's been there. He's done that. Herbert, while great, he's shown at times that he can be a little bit careless with the football and turn it over a little bit. So I don't I don't get the whole talk of the Broncos have the third best quarterback in the division. They're a Super Bowl contender now. You can't trust the Chargers or anything they do. The Raiders with Josh McDaniels, you don't know what they're going to be like. So, I mean, Denver's firmly in this thing to if not win the division they're locked to be the wild card barring injuries yeah and and i don't think this is something where people shouldn't have super bowl expectations this season and this is something that should well and will probably take a couple of years and, and here's the thing you got time right 
if you can get Russell Wilson to sign an extension, you got plenty of time. So, um, you know, even with Peyton, I think that you, that first year was the best team that the Broncos had had since 1998, right? Um, that's what makes that regime more play so so hard to watch every time. But that team before Peyton, I thought, I think it was better than what this Broncos team is right now, right? So it's gonna, there is still plenty of holes. And this is why, this is another reason why I did not want the Broncos to go after Aaron Rodgers because you do have a shorter window, right? It's like, okay, well, we got to win in two or three years. I mean, would you be shocked if, if Rodgers would have been traded to, to Denver and he just retired in two years like Brady did? Like, I wouldn't, you know, he's weird, right? Well, we don't know. He, he could have retired in two or three years. We have no idea. So that is something that not, you know, the pressure for George Payton to win now isn't, isn't there. It's not something where, you know, okay, well, we got this guy, he's older, we have to we have to figure something out now. Um, they can wait. They can wait a year. They can wait a, a two years. They get their first round pick in in twenty twenty four. So uh, it, it's it's a hell of a deal. Congrats to George Payton. Um, incredible. I I don't know what else to say. I Seattle got screwed. Yeah, no, I mean, I think I don't know if Pete Carroll lasts more than two seasons there because, yeah, I mean, what do well, I mean, if if you're if you're a fan of the Seahawks at this point, you're like, well, you better (laughs) because they chose him over Russell Wilson. Right. I mean, essentially, yeah. Yeah. And and we've learned that the the rift between them was so big. Um, I was watching, you know, just some of the national shows. I haven't really watched them as much since I've gotten out of sports radio. Um, But I was watching Colin Coward last night, just seeing what what his reaction was to it. And he was saying that he, from what, I guess he has a texting relationship with Russell Wilson's agent. He was texting him live on the show to get details about this trade. Um, But from what he was told, the rift started between the Seahawks and Russell when they went to go see Josh Allen at his pro day. And this was coming off of the Super Bowl, I think it was, or, you know, they weren't that far removed after winning that Super Bowl. And Russ's camp was like, yo, <laughs> like, what are you what are you looking at this guy for? I've just been there, done that. What are you doing? I was told that's where the rift had started. Or no, I wasn't told. That's what Colin was told. And, you know, that's what... He's relaying to his audience, so I was like, hmm, that's kind of interesting. And then ever since then, it's been a situation to where they haven't drafted well. Out of, I think Orlovsky talked about this on Get Up this morning, um, out of 53 draft picks over these past few years, one has turned to an all-pro, and that's their punter. (laughs) Their punter. So they haven't drafted well. They haven't brought in people to you know help russ out um and part of that is russ is doing right he signs a big deal whatever um but the front office the coaching staff defensive first mentality run the football type of stuff 
it, it was just heading for a divorce. And that's what happened. Um, and in that interview you sent me last night with Colin Coward and Greg Olson, that was phenomenal too. And we could talk about the last part of that, which I loved. Um, but the fact that that's what Olson said is that some of the schemes and what they were doing and he's like, you have guys like DK and Russell Wilson and Chris Carson and Tyler Lockett, but yet you're not playing to the strength of your players. He's you're like, playing field position. You're in the, <laughs> Defense, it's, it's, put the ball. Well, here's, here's another thing. If the Broncos would have kept Vic Fangio, oh, do you think they're as absolutely enticing? Not. Absolutely not. Russell Wilson. Russell, because because Russell is like, well, I'm dealing with that right now. I'm yeah. dealing with with that jackass right now, Absolutely right? Absolutely not. I, he does not come here. It, right. It makes no sense. So, yeah, the, the Broncos and everyone thought, well, going out and getting Hackett is for Aaron Rodgers, and and maybe, but the the thought was bringing an offensive mind here that can work with these quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. That's what it was. Yep. Vic Fangio, great defensive mind. Great defensive mind. But he can't connect with the offense. And nope. that's a that's a problem with a lot of these defensive-minded head coaches. And I think we're going to start to kind of see that a little bit with Bill Belichick and Mac Jones. And we started to see some of that with Bill Belichick and Tom Brady towards the end, right? It's why Brady wanted to leave. There, There is a disconnect between a defensive head coach and a quarterback because the mentality of these defensive head coaches are play field position and let your defense win the game at the end instead of, you know, it, 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 and, and if you really need at the end of the game for your quarterback to go win you the game, then you let them loose. That is not how no. this works. That is, that is not where the NFL is going. That is not what works in the NFL anymore. You, you have to score points early and then let your defense loose. That's how it should be. And that is what has worked. That is that is what worked in Tampa Bay. That has worked what in, in Kansas City. Um, that is what has worked in Cincinnati last season. Um, the Rams, right? Go get your lead. And then let your defense loose. Yeah. Not the other way around. The league is evolving. You have to score points. The days of winning twenty to seventeen, that's rare. It's it's, the, it's it doesn't happen anymore. We I you know, and here's the thing. If you told me if if someone from the future, if myself came back and said, Hey, the last thirty years, the Denver Broncos were the last team to win a Super Bowl where their defense was the reason. Wouldn't be shocked. Like they they might be the final team. They might that that might have been the last team to really do that, right? Yes. Where the offense was incapable of doing anything and the defense won it by themselves. They might be the last team to ever do that. You don't come across elite game changing defenses, all time defenses. It's not a sustainable model. It's just not. And, and the Broncos and the Seahawks both fell into that trap of hoping that they could sustain it, and it just didn't work. <laughs> and, and and thankfully, thankfully, the Broncos have now come to their senses, and they're evolving with the rest of the league now. Now you have a quarterback who can win you games. Now well, you have an offensive-minded 
play caller and coach who who's not going to just abandon that side of the ball and now you have a GM who's not so stuck in the mindset of this is how we won in the past so we're going to continue to do it this way and hope it Every, works everything and and the, everything changed when John always stepped down absolutely it, the the drafting got better the free agent pickups got somewhat better I, the only I guess fail was Kendall Fuller um, or Kyle, Kyle Fuller um, but everything else got better right the decision making the head coaching decisions everything got better the second John Elway stepped down mm-hmm. and it all it took was someone coming in with just a different mindset and and the mindset that is working across the league and and it's a copycat league you have to what what worked last year okay we need to do that and and this is a message to George Payton what worked last year well the Rams went out and they said screw the picks and they went out and got veterans got guys who really wanted to win a Super Bowl right like desperate to win a win a Super Bowl mm-hmm. they went out and got those guys how bad do you want it how bad do you want it do you want it this year because if you do take less money come join this team yeah Bobby Wagner how bad do you want another Super Bowl? Von Miller, how bad do you want to win another Super Bowl? In Denver. Because uh, it's so rare to do. It's so hard and so rare to do. So when you have pieces, you have to take advantage of it. The Broncos have pieces, right? And and it, it, I don't think we thought they were a quarterback away. But when you get a Hall of Fame quarterback that can cover a multitude of now it's easy now it's easy yes now you now now you're a couple pieces here and there away right like there's super bowl contender now and that's that's still figuring out what's gonna happen on the defense side of the ball with all those free agents but now i mean how how much easier does this make this now for this team now you have a guy who will attract free agents who will say you know what i'd like to go take a shorter deal I mean, the Emmanuel Sanders of the world, who who could have went to the Chiefs for probably more money, but he decided, you know, I want to pay with, play with Peyton, and maybe I'll take a little bit less money so I can come here. Like, you have that now. And we learn to get back to, like, the the Russ forcing his way to Denver. Like, Denver was wanting him to – this is where he wanted to be. We're now seeing with some of these reports on these national shows that I think the Broncos really – targeted Russell Wilson more so than Aaron Rodgers. Like, they were in on the Rodgers sweepstakes, of course, but we learned that this started a couple weeks ago, like, during the Combine and things like that. Like, there was a report, I don't know her name, but she's on Get Up, and she was saying that at the Combine, there was talk floating around the Broncos camp that there's no way they're coming into this season with a rookie quarterback. Like, they're going to end up with one of these guys. And Peyton started this weeks ago, and... This was this had to have Russell's blessing, and he had to sign off on the no trade no trace clause no trade clause because if the Seahawks didn't know he would want to be there, there's no way they would have even talked to the Broncos. So they had to have started this a while ago and said, "Hey, Broncos, feeling out, wanting to know if you want to be there. Can we work on this with them and see what happens with this?" Russell had to initially say, "Okay, yeah, see what happens with it." So. That's just awesome in itself that he wanted to be here 
You have a quarterback, a Hall of Fame quarterback that wants to be here. He sees the pieces here. Um, so that's exciting. And then I want to get to the, the Olsen stuff because that interview was, was great. Um, and, and really focus on just the last part. And he talks about the first time he met Russell Wilson and, and is getting integrated with him. He's on vacation. Russell reaches out to him like, hey, let's meet up sometime this week um, and, and go over the playbook. And Olsen was like, you know, I just thought this would be a simple, you know, go over some calls and formations and things like that. And he says, Russell zooms me or teams me and he's sharing his screen with the playbook and he's got a whiteboard of him on the other side drawing up things. He's like, you would have thought this guy is going through signals in the huddle with me. Like he's that intense about it and that detailed breaking things down. And he's like, Colin, this is this is a month before OTAs is starting. <laughs> like we're not even into OTA, OTAs yet. And this is what he's doing. And this is his mindset every day. So now you're getting that meticulous guy who loves it. This isn't right. a guy who's wanting to go play Xbox rather than be here. You know, he's dedicated to this. And again, I'm just going to say it again. Enjoy this now. Soak up every moment of it now because it goes by so quick. And I, I just I hope we get a Super Bowl out of it. But at the most part, I'm just I'm glad we are not a laughingstock anymore. We're not a laughing stock. Like overnight, the Broncos went from joke to yeah, they're a Super Bowl contender now. This is a team you little legitimately have to worry about. It's crazy. I mean, we were putting a you know a year ago, we were putting them with the Lions, mm. the they were the, the Giants, the Jags. Yeah. Well, nothing differentiated them from those teams. We were relying on our past here. They were the new Cleveland Browns. Poorly run, no quarterback, no direction. Uh, Band-Aid, duct tape, Gorilla Glue. They're just Every time you take two steps forward, you're taking three steps back. But now, and it was all the dominoes. It started with John Elway taking a step down, and then Vic Fangio getting fired. You get Peyton in here. You're getting a new head coach. And now you get Russell Wilson. And honestly, you're, the new owner is coming in soon. And imagine how much this drives up the value now. Uh, imagine this, too. You don't think Peyton Manning now really even more so wants to get his hands on this team? Could you imagine if you get Peyton Manning as an owner, you have Russell Wilson as your quarterback? I mean, that's still in play here. Like, we're still forgetting about that aspect of things. I mean, my goodness. This could get crazy. I mean, why don't we get new uniforms? Everything else is going to be new around here. Let's just get new uniforms as well. Let's throw away the orange. Let's get new uniforms. Honestly. Let's make everything new. Yeah, I mean, mine as well. I, I mean, uh, the uh, a point that you brought up, how Russell Wilson kind of the way he works and operates. Um, go back to week one uh, of the Peyton and Eli broadcast, and they had Russell Wilson at the end of the Raiders. Who was that? Raiders and um, Giants. I don't know. Oh man, yeah, I, I can't remember who it was, but I'll their schedule. I mean, he, the way Russ would just talk through the plays, right? And it was they—they are all the same. Him and Peyton were really the same way in that broadcast. Um, that's who you got. That you—you you have another guy like Peyton. Football three times last year. 
Yeah. They had the Ravens. Okay, yeah, it was yeah, the Ravens game. The Chargers and then the um Cleveland Browns. Go go back though and watch that that because I think Russ was on again after that. But the the really good one was was week one, and the way he was talking, the the way he was, uh, kind of dissecting the defense that the Ravens were running, um, and saying what they should do and what they shouldn't do and all of that. It was between him and Peyton. It was awesome. It was awesome. So yeah, if, I mean, if you can get that in Denver, I mean. It's it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. And this team, for the first time in six seasons, honestly, I could argue the first time in seven seasons, because that that Super Bowl year was not fun, okay? It wasn't. It, it's fun now to look back at it. In the moment, was not fun. It was not. It, it was stressful. It was painful. Yeah. Oh, that, that, that whole year. That whole year yeah. was brutal. Um, so this is the first time that you can say the Broncos are fun since probably 20, the uh, beginning, the beginning of 2014. I mean, 2013 was pretty fun. Well, 2014 was the, or 2013 was the funnest year ever. But what I'm saying is <laughs> Till the end. since they've been, since they've been fun, the beginning of that 20, uh, that 2014 year. That was fun until Peyton got hurt, and then that's where he started to kind of fall off that cliff, right? But that's that's the last time this team has been fun. Mm -hmm. So enjoy it. Yeah, they're fun again. Absolutely. And isn't it ironic that <laughs> the guy the Broncos passed on it took Brock Osweiler over? They ended up going to trade for a decade later. Is it's it's <laughs> it's so funny. It's full circle, honestly. Yeah, could have had him, but, you know. Uh, yeah, but you know what? We have him now, and I'll take it. We have him now. We have him now, and he's already developed. He's already there, so I'll take it. Um, I just saw someone tweet out, so, uh, Rockies fans, Russell Wilson throwing out <laughs> first pitch on opening day. <laughs> and, and people who don't get the joke, Russell Wilson was drafted by the Rockies, so even more weird. And how about, imagine being a Rockies fan right now sorry taylor i don't um, think there's okay there's one never mind. two Cameron. i mean i am so sorry for you you have the abs right who are legitimate stanley cup favorites best team you know i saw yeah the tweet best team in the nhl best player in the nba and now russell wilson, russell in, wilson. in nfl and then the rockies traded nolan arenado and 50 million dollars paid somebody <laughs> to take him off their hands Yeesh. Even the Rapids are like making the conference finals of their sport. They, they just did that last season. So the Rockies are legitimately the worst team. I mean, I think even the lacrosse team is probably doing better than them. So, like, out of all the sports professionally, the Rockies are the worst run team. Oh, the college teams are doing better than the Rockies. I mean, it's, it's, it's sad. It's sad. But. Hopefully you're I'm right. sure we could take over a college team and do better than the Rockies. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. We could take over the Rockies and do better than the Rockies are. <laughs> Can't do worse. I, I'll tell you this. I won't trade Hall of Famers and pay them, pay other teams to take them off my hands. I'll keep right, my Hall right. of Famers. I mean, so. look, I would trade a Hall of Famer if I'm getting a ton back. Yeah. Seattle did not get a ton back. And people are saying <sighs> Seattle won this trade. I mean. How? 
How? How? How? How can you look at this and say, ah, uh, yes, we got better after trading a Hall of I mean, quarterback? Yes, it, like, we won. If if I told you, hey, the Broncos got Russell Wilson, they gave up three ones, two twos, and uh, Jerry Judy, what would you say? <sighs> I, It'd be bittersweet because that's a lot. I'd be like, okay, we got Russell Wilson. I like Jerry Judy. And I, we need to get on that too really quickly. But I would have said, man, that's that's a lot. But you know what? I would take it because you got a Hall of Famer. And right. then if I'm Seattle, okay if with I got it. that Hall, yeah, I'm still okay with it. Like, it's like, oh, that's, that's a lot. But we still get a Hall of Fame quarterback out of that. And then if I'm Seattle, I feel great about that, right? Three ones. Would you say two twos and Jerry Judy? Yeah. I mean, trade Tyler Lockett, get some more assets for him. Now I'm pairing DK and Jerry Judy. I mean, hey, that's that's great. But instead, I got Drew Locke. And, and I don't want to, like, poo on Drew Locke because I think he genuinely tried. Oh, I do. I, I'm not going to poo on the guy. He, he, he he's not, he's not going to – I, I – man. So, yeah. I think he, I mean, I think he did try. <laughs> I mean, listen, I, his, I think he got a little complacent going into the second year after what he did. I think poor, he probably thought – Poor Mina Kimes on, on Twitter. She's just like, man, <laughs> yeah, no. I don't want to do a Drew Locke here. <laughs> I mean, I think he legitimately – tried towards the end but listen uh, it's hard to be a great professional athlete and not not everybody's cut out to be a great at at the highest level and unfortunately drew lock i mean maybe he could be a back hey, no shame being a backup quarterback like listen if i could be a backup quarterback hey, in the best, NFL, I'd take best it. job in the world is probably absolutely. being a backup quarterback absolutely you don't have to do crap no so i mean i applaud him and and Thanks to Shelby Harris for what he did here. Uh, did here, consummate professional, uh, good player. Noah Fant. I mean, if anybody you feel bad for here, it's Noah Fant. Noah yeah. Fant, right? I mean, like all the tweets, like Noah Fant, one moment happy he's gonna play with Russell Wilson, and then finds out he's not gonna be able to play with Russell Wilson. Like, but it's I like, guess if man, why am lining, I tied to Drew? <laughs> if there's a silver lining for Noah, though, he he can be a free agent after. <laughs> So yeah, it's yeah. just one more year. Hey, just, come back to Denver. I mean, why not? I mean, that's what we might do with Von Miller. Like, what if this was planned? What if what if George was like, listen, trade you out of here, get some picks. If we're going to go hard for one of these quarterbacks, just come on back. Like, why not? Um, I mean, I think that that bridge is probably burned if you're Noah. But, I mean, again and again, you get to play with Russell Wilson. So, why not? I feel bad for, for Noah fan. But... I mean, it's, I don't know how you can look at it from a Seattle point of view and be like, yeah, I'm fine with this. If I'm a Seattle fan, I'm devastated because now we're one of those teams. Now we're on the look lookout for a quarterback and I'm still stuck with Pete Carroll who wants to punt and play field position and run the ball. Now, don't get me wrong. Those things are important. They have their place. You know, I think they play an important role in the playoffs, but when that's all you're about, no, it doesn't work. It doesn't work like that. Um, I I know I know a couple people that are Seahawks fans, and they're just like, oh. "Who is Shelby Harris?" <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, right. I mean, he's a Bucks fan, so there's that. <laughs> Get to know Shelby Harris. Like, oh, I mean. Listen, no pity for Seattle fans. You beat us 43 to 8. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So take this. This is payback. All right. So 
You got a Super Bowl. We take your quarterback. That's what we do. We take Hall of... That's all the Broncos do. We just take Hall of Fame quarterback. At this point, we no longer ever need to draft a quarterback again. Well, and, and here's the other thing, and I'm starting to kind of get on this train as far as the NFL quarterbacks in the NFL are starting to become superstars in the NBA. And so if you don't treat them right, they will leave. Yeah. Because they hold all the leverage. If I'm a quarterback, if I'm uh if I am Justin Herbert, if I am Lamar Jackson getting ready to sign my deal, Joe Burrow, yeah. uh I want a no trade clause. Because now you hold all the leverage yep. and you can go wherever you want. Mm -hmm. If it, if they don't treat you right, if Joe Burrow, this is a message to Joe Burrow because uh, we all know how bad of an organization Cincinnati has been over the years. Mm -hmm. And if they continue to be dumb and not give Joe Burrow the pieces he needs once he signs his deal, make sure that that deal has a no trade clause. Yep. Hold out. They're going to have to give it to you. And if they if they don't do what is should be expected of them, leave. Exactly. Exactly. Quarterbacks hold all the leverage. It's it's arguably the most important position in all of sports. So, if you And this is a message to all those teams drafting high quarterbacks and drafting their guys and getting their guys like Cincinnati or like Jacksonville. You better bring these guys in and, and make sure that they are aware of everything that is going on. And if they want a change, if they want something, you go do it. And credit to Cincinnati, by the way. They went to Joe Burrow and said, hey, there's this left there's this tackle that we like that we wanted to possibly take. But there's also Jamar Chase. Who do you want? He said, Jamar Chase. Cincinnati listened. Credit to Cincinnati for going to Joe Burrow and asking but all these other teams, Jacksonville, you better be watching. Because if you think you're all high, mighty, and above these quarterbacks, you're it's not going to work. And you're going to lose them. Because you are not better than these quarterbacks. You do not own these teams. These quarterbacks own these teams. Yeah. Absolutely. So if you're great at that position, arguably the most important position in sports, hold the leverage. Take it for yourself. Because the last thing you want to do, if, if winning championships is the goal, last thing you want to do is sacrifice your career right. and right. just have it Because money, you'll get your money. Oh, yeah. The money doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, these guys will make up in endorsements what they lose. So, I mean, that's that's not even worrisome. At least it shouldn't be to them. Um, Jerry Judy. Talk about a range of emotions yesterday. <laughs> he was very angry and Rodgers didn't come back or come here. And then uh, he finds out Russell Wilson comes here and it's a, you know, it's a 180. Um, I am very glad they didn't trade Jerry Judy. I am a Jerry Judy supporter. Um, yes, he's had his drops. I'm not excusing him from that. But all these people, like I've seen this offseason, people call him a bust. He hasn't lived up to expectation like let me let me pull up his stats again um and and go through his rookie year mind you right where he it was not a normal season it was a pandemic year and he had to play with how many quarterbacks was it three separate quarterbacks a uh, Drew, Drew Lock who was in his first year starting as a as a player um he had Brett Rippin and then Dref, uh, Dref Jeff Driscoll okay <laughs> and he still finished the year 
with 856 receiving yards, uh, 100, excuse me, 52, 52 catches. That's, that's all he had was 52 catches. Uh, only had three touchdowns. So double, gar- double those, double those catches. How many yards? 1600. Well, I was going to say, how many passes did Drew Locke miss him on in that year? That were deep balls. Yeah. So he easily could have broke the 1,000-yard mark. Oh, and by the way, you just got the best deep ball thrower in the league. Well, exactly, if not one of them. So that's what he did year one in a shortened offseason, not a normal offseason, three separate quarterbacks, all of which who had never played a full season in the NFL as a starter. And that's what he gives you is 856 yards, 52 catches, three touchdowns. Yes, he had the drops. I get that. Not excusing him for that. Um, And then he comes back his second year. Looks like he's off to a great start. And then he gets rolled up on in a freak tackle in the Giants game. Like, he can't control that. Um, And then he comes back and everybody knows his biggest role is to be a decoy on the same play. Like, smart offensive coordinators are like, you know what? I've run this play a lot. I'm going to do something different off of it. I'm going to show a different look. Not the Broncos. Not Pat Shermer. I'm just going to run the same play and have him sit on the side and take away one of my best players on offense. Makes no sense. I think Jerry Judy is going to blow up, and I hope he does, so he can make all of those people that have hated on him Eat crow. I think he's going to flourish with Russell Wilson. I think he's going to absolutely flourish. He's already one of the best route runners in the league. He just needs a quarterback to get him the ball. I wouldn't be shocked if Jerry Judy has 1,000 yards this year, six, seven touchdowns. Would not be shocked at all. Well, and here's the other, because I know everyone's bringing up Tim Patrick and Corman Sutton. Understandable. KJ Hamler, because remember yes, the forgotten one. <laughs> because because remember Russell Wilson loves to throw the ball deep, right? Get those speedy receivers out there, buy some time. Yeah. And uh uh oh okay, hold on real quick. Uh trade. Colts are trading Carson Wentz to Washington for a package of picks. Um that is thought to include two third round picks. Carson Wentz to Washington. They couldn't get Russell Wilson, so they are trading for Carson Wentz. Not sure what Indy's going to do, but there's another trade, two-thirds. So I'm very curious to to see what this package is um, and just compare it to Russell Wilson. Uh, Real quick, while we're on this, though, real quick, um, you remember what San Fran gave up for the third overall pick last year? Uh, I do not. They gave up three ones and a third for the third overall pick and unproven quarterback. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Broncos gave up two ones. Two ones. That's it. For a Hall of Famer. For a Hall of Famer. Um, yeah. Package of thought to include two third round picks. <laughs> Go Commanders! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Oh, man. I'm so glad we don't have to worry about not having a quarterback anymore. Like, I mean, seeing Seahawks Twitter and everyone, like, what are we going to... Like, that was my brain for the last 
what three months four months yeah. trying to figure out which one of these quarterbacks out there yeah is worth a damn like it's over we didn't get to garoppolo i'm so happy i'm so <laughs> happy we you're about to buy that patrick Mahomes jersey oh i was yeah fan jeff nfl fan shop finding my size <laughs> thank you russell <laughs> Joe Burrow was about to buy a jersey. We didn't get Garoppolo. We don't have to worry about these average quarterbacks or below average guys. We don't have to go through the stress of developing a quarterback and wondering if he's good or not. Oh, man. It's such a relief. It's such a relief. It's We get Nikola Jokic. We get Russell Wilson. We got Nathan McKinnon. Life is good here in Denver. Also, real quick, also, I would like to take some credit because I did plant the seed of trading Russell Wilson like three years ago, and it worked. So, Okay, well, I mean, you know what? Sure. Sure. (laughs) Credit to you. You know what? Yes. Credit to you. I'm in a great mood. Whatever. (laughs) I dagger. Yeah. Um, I love Colton. Colton tweeted out, uh, this was on January 29th, he retweeted it. Uh, everyone's saying QB should avoid the AFC West like the Raiders aren't the Raiders and ignoring the last 50 years of Chargers football. Exactly. Well, yeah, it's exactly. You, and look, you still have to deal with Patrick Mahomes, but I, I mean, uh, but I mean, but, you're in the conversation, right? At, at bare minimum, you should be splitting with them. Yes, but hear what you just said. We have to deal with Patrick Mahomes, but who do the Chiefs have to deal with now? Right. Russell Wilson. Yeah. Well, we and, and Denver's defense is much better than what Kansas City has. I'm just saying, now, now they have to deal with us. All right, the the last five years we've been, uh, you know, uh, what is it, Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone, hiding in the house while the the wet bandits or the sticky bandits, whatever their name is, is outside trying to break in and tormenting us. And now we get Russell Wilson, and we go outside, and it's that scene. I'm not scared anymore. I'm not scared, Patrick. I am not. I'm not scared anymore. So, ha, take that. Russell Wilson is a Denver Bronco. It sounds so weird to say, but I love it. I love every second of it. Ah, it's such a relief. It's such a relief. I mean, no thinking about... Okay, well, we can go get Mitch Trubisky. Oh, God. Uh, I just just saw on ESPN. It was like, it's the most depressing thing to read. Sources, Giants likely to make a run at Trubisky. That's so depressing to read. But I've been there. So Giants fans, I know what you're feeling. But I'm so glad I'm not there anymore. So glad. The commanders called on every quarterback and ended up with Carson Wentz from the Colts in exchange for mid-round picks. They weren't going to wait for Jimmy G. Didn't land Russell Wilson, now end up with Carson. I mean, I think I'd rather have Jimmy Garoppolo than Carson Wentz. That's just me, though. I, I'd roll the dice on Trubisky over either of those guys, but uh, yeah, I, I mean... about all that? I'm not going to go that far. Ugh. Man. That's crazy. Feel bad for the Commanders. That sounds weird to say. The Commanders. I mean, they're a Steelers fan here wow, don't want to be left without a quarterback when the music stops. <laughs> I mean, sorry, Bodie. It's going to be a painful ride. There's always room, though, on the bandwagon. You can always come here. He tried so hard yesterday. 
so hard to just squelch our optimism, but you can't do it because now you're in that boat now. <laughs> now you have to sit in that dilly dilly pit of misery. We don't anymore. So enjoy every moment of it. I, I do want to know, though, and I'm, I'm curi curious if anyone's going to ask him, and I, I don't know if he would say, but why did Russell want to come to Denver over Indy, over Pittsburgh? Because I could argue that their rosters are better. Well, I don't know if offensively the Colts have a better roster. I mean, Michael Pittman, um, uh, you could bring good. back T.Y., you have the he best running back six. in the, the second best running back in the league. Mm -hmm. Like, why not Tennessee? Best running back in the league, good defense. Um, you know, AJ Brown. Why not Pittsburgh? Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson, the the tight end that they have, the defense, TJ Watt, Juju. Cam Hayward. Like, yeah. why why Denver? Seriously, because Nikola Jokic is here. <laughs> That's why he's like I see that lovable man <laughs> on TV all the time, and I just want to share a city with him. <sighs> I'm just I am maybe it's maybe he liked Denver when he was here with the Rockies for a bit. I, I, maybe the culture of the organization. I get the the Steelers have a winning culture too, but I mean, may, hey, maybe he knows something. I mean, maybe he's like, hey, Peyton Manning might be my owner. You know, like, I mean, yeah. maybe he knows something that we don't. I don't know. I mean, he I obviously know. has a good relationship with Manning because he was on their show on Monday Night Football twice. Mm -hmm. Um, So he obviously has a good relationship with them. Maybe, maybe we can thank Peyton for this. Maybe he has said some things about Denver and and obviously Peyton's made his home here so mm -hmm. you never know you never know maybe um maybe Peyton is a big reason for this maybe I, I'm just I, I would like to know the story that's all I yeah. because when it comes to the roster itself I would not have picked Denver oh, right I, I'm but sure when he's you, gonna be asked that you know what 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 was intriguing about Denver now yeah. whether he gives us like a I want the real answer, but we know we're not going to get the real answer. Yeah, he's going to give us. I mean, there will be, I think, there will be little tidbits in there that you can read behind the lines. But I don't know. I mean, that's a good question. That's a good question. I mean, listen, I'm not going to dwell on it. He's here. I'll take it. Okay. So I'm just glad we're out of that purgatory. We don't have to deal with it anymore. You got Russell Wilson. And now we can be excited again. Like, I'll be honest with you. I dreaded doing the podcast these past couple years because the Broncos sucked. They <laughs> sucked. I mean, I guess the first one we did in the podcast the first year, like we're coming off that high of Drew Locke's, you know, last five games. We're excited. Woo-woo. And then they suck. And then they don't draft Justin Fields. And then they suck again. And, I mean, that was depressing. Now, like... We don't have to talk about Nikola Jokic all the time. And I love talking about Nikola Jokic. Jokic. Like, it's amazing. We have two of these guys. And, I mean, imagine the first time that they're going to meet, right? Because imagine Nuggets are going to, you know, he's going to be sitting courtside at a game. And they're going to shake hands. And I'm just going to yeah. frame that. I'm going to put it on my yeah. desk at work. I'm just going to frame well, it. Well, I mean, congrats to Russ. He's the second best quarterback in Denver. Oh, yes, absolutely. I'm glad you know that. 
Like, let's not get this twisted here, right, everybody? Like, 15 is still. Hey, Russ, the can best you one. throw a curveball to the corner? Yeah, Russ. In the shooter's pocket? Can you mm. command the basketball to curve before it kills a man? Literally, it was going to kill that man on that other team. If it hit him in the head, he would have been dead. And Jokic was like, no. He, he did a little blowing bush, and it curved. And just boom, shooter's pocket, three, done. 15 is still the best quarterback. But. I mean, now we got two Hall of Fame quarterbacks in town. So, I like it. Um, anything else that you want to speak on about the Broncos? Well, it'll be interesting. I, there's the, the next group of quarterbacks potentially traded possibly this year, probably next year, a couple of them. Matt Ryan, Jimmy Garoppolo, Tyler Huntley, uh, and Deshaun Watson. We'll see what happens with Deshaun right, Watson. Deshaun That's, yeah, if you're the Steelers, um, I mean, you know, if you're – everything checks out there you know yeah would, would you have had rather had like let's say you're george payton right and you have a deal possibly on the table with houston but you have to wait and you have a deal out with seattle would you would you have just pulled the trigger with seattle or would you have waited for the uh, news well honestly i think and i was thinking about this this morning i think rogers is like out of those three, right? Rogers is probably the best, but I don't think by a wide margin. I think it's right. Right now, he's the best, but long term, no. Right, he's the worst. But I think the Broncos actually ended up with the perfect guy. He's future Hall of Famer. He's not as old as Rogers. He doesn't have the garbage issues that Deshaun has. He's been there. He's done that. I would have probably still waited. It, like if it's if I'm choosing between those three, and I can't. Well, if I'm choosing between. Roger or uh, Russ and Deshaun, I'm going with Russ, and I, th- I think I legitimately think the Broncos got the perfect guy for their situation. I really, I, I mean, I agree. I wouldn't have waited for Watson either. Uh, just curious because I forgot. I mean, I, I forgot about Watson. So, will yeah. be interesting to see where he goes. I mean, if he goes anywhere, you know, still depending on. Hopefully, hopefully he goes to the NFC. That's that's all I have to say about it. I mean, uh, yeah, talk about that. Too. There's enough. There's enough great quarterbacks in the AFC. We're good. <laughs> Colin We're was good talking here. about that. He was like, "I'm just gonna be honest with you guys. We at Fox, we're we're losing all of our quarterbacks. We're losing all of them. The AFC has all the quarterbacks. And you think about it, the only good yeah. quarterbacks left in the NFC is Matt Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, Kyler Murray. And that that's a situation to work. You know, Bears watching as well. Um, am I missing anybody? I mean, that's that's really. I can't. I can't think of another one. Right, like as as a guy that moves the needle, you can't really think of it. But in the AFC, you have Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, uh, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow. You know, Justin Herbert, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, possibly. I guess you have Dak too in the NFC. So okay, yeah, there you go, Dak. All the like the best, like out of the top ten quarterbacks, seven of them are in the AFC, right? I mean, if you include Dak in that list, and how many of them are in the top three or top five or in the AFC, right? I mean, obviously Mahomes is up there, Josh Allen. I mean, well, Aaron here's the list: top quarterbacks in passing yards last season. Tom Brady retired. Okay, Justin Herbert, AFC. Matthew Stafford, NFC. Mahomes, AFC. Derek Carr, AFC. Joe Burrow, AFC. Dak, NFC. Josh Allen, AFC. Kirk Cousins, NFC. Aaron Rodgers, NFC. Matt Ryan, NFC. Garoppolo, NFC. And it goes down from there. But, I mean, those guys aren't needle movers, right? Russell Wilson now in the AFC. Lamar, AFC. I mean, yeah, the NFC. And, and I guess this is a point towards Vaughn is like, 
maybe you do go back to the Rams because you probably have a better chance of getting back to the Super Bowl than you do going he'll, to Denver. He'll make it. <laughs> you'll make win. it. You may not win it, but you'll make it. I mean, I think the the Super Bowl is going to be the AFC Championship for the next several years. <laughs> I mean, I think that's probably what it's going to come down to. Um, yeah. Wow. It's crazy. It's crazy to think about, but Broncos get their guy. Um can't be more happy man thoughts and prayers to me to kimes she's going through it <laughs> that, that's been the most entertaining one for me right. uh yeah that's uh but again i feel no sympathy for you because you beat my team 43 to 8 and that was the most embarrassing super bowl ever so i'll take your hall of fame quarterback. by the way russell wilson had 10 throws of 40 yards or more Last year, that was fifth, and he missed three games. Behind Mahomes, Burrow, Herbert, and Stafford, who all played every game. Yeah. And you got some guys here that can stretch the field. So, I mean, he's got intermediate wide receivers. He's got deep ball wide receivers. He's got short yardage guys. I mean... He's got a running game. He's got a running game. But you... And I know Melvin uh, Gordon wants to come back. He's kind of... I've been on Twitter. Would you bring back Melvin Gordon? Uh, uh, okay, how about this? Only if it's bring back, a, a bring back Melvin price. Gordon, bring back Melvin Gordon for four or five mil a year, or send a third or fourth to the Giants and bring in Saquon, or go get Philip Lindsay, who's a free agent. Uh, that's got to be off the table. No, absolutely not off the table. Philip Lindsay is the missing piece to the Super Bowl. Bring back 30. No. <laughs> no. We're good. I've, I wouldn't mind Melvin back. But again, it has to be the right deal. I, I wouldn't mind Saquon here, which I'm kind of surprised like the Giants are uh, willing to get off him. Speaking of running backs, possibly on the trade block, heard that teams are calling about Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If I'm the Carolina Panthers, and you know normally I'm not in the business of trading, I, I don't. I, Chris McCaffrey's not a Hall of Famer, but he, you know, if he continued on his early trajectory, possibly. If I'm Carolina, given his recent injury issues, if teams are calling about him and they're willing to pay for him, I'm getting out of that now. Yeah, like get out of it now. Because he's already starting to show some signs of wear and tear, breaking down a little bit. Teams are willing to give you a good haul for it. Dude, get off of him now. Like, running backs don't last in this league. And if you can get a haul for him now, how about, the, how about that? I mean, at this yeah, point, I don't think not? anything's off the limit for George Payton. So, I mean, hey, you kick the tires on Saquon. Kick the tires on Christian McCaffrey. Could you imagine? How cool would that be? You get Christian McCaffrey here? Sheesh. Sheesh. I don't know what you'd have to give up to get that. That, you'd have to dismantle things a little bit. Yeah, probably. you probably have to give up both your seconds. Javante. Well, you only have one second. I No, I, I mean, I'm not trading for Christian McCaffrey without a, a good other running back. Uh, the only reason why I bring up the running backs is because I would want two. I don't want to run Javante Williams into the ground. Yeah. No, I mean, I, don't, I wouldn't mind Melvin Gordon back. And maybe now, maybe that this makes his price a little bit cheaper, right? 
Right. Because now, I mean, going into the offseason, you could argue he had the leverage, right? You don't have a quarterback. You need as many good players as, as you can. Now it's like, oh, Russ is here. We don't necessarily need you, Melvin. We'd like to have you back, but it's going to be on our terms. And so, and I think, you know, Melvin didn't have a great end to the season. He had a good season overall. He didn't have a great end to the season. So, I mean, I wouldn't mind Melvin back. I like Melvin, but Javante should be the starter. Like, I mean, I was banging that drum since, like, week four. So, just saying. But Melvin, you know, you could draft a back, you know, if you don't bring him in. I mean, backs you can find, you Mm -hmm. know. So... And you don't need a power back because Javante is your power back. So you can go find one of those. That's what I'm saying. Philip Lindsay, I think, in all seriousness, I think that would be a decent pickup. Like, if you don't bring Melvin back, Philip Lindsay, yeah. I mean, he's a talented player. Now, is they he might like have burned that ball? bridge. They might have uh, burned that bridge. We'll, yeah, I you never know. the last regime burned that bridge. This regime... I mean, you're telling me, okay, listen, Philip Lindsay had to go to Houston, play with nobody. Then he went to the Dolphins, played with you know, that team, you're telling me Philip Lindsay wouldn't entertain a comeback to play with Russell Wilson. I think the pride would go out the window fairly quickly and it's a new regime. It's not John Elway. That's there anymore. That traded him away. It's not Vic Fangio. That didn't want him around. Oh, absolutely. I think he'd want to come back, play back for his home team. Absolutely. And I think that would be a smart pickup. Honestly, um, change of pace back. Obviously he's not a bell cow style back. We know that, but a guy who's, Fast brings energy and excitement, plays with toughness and an attitude. I mean, I think that would be an amazing one-two punch between him and Javante, personally. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I the main thing at this point need a, a solid running back to play with Javante. Need a pass rusher. Need interior defensive lineman, mm-hmm. inside linebacker, corner safety. And we should probably right touch on the, on the Vaughn stuff too. Like, it's cool. Like, I think I do think Vaughn has interest in coming back, but Josina Anderson reported that he does want to work it out with the Rams first. And if not, he's going to explore his options. I think he does want to be here, but he's also using that as leverage. So, all the Broncos fans that are like gushing, like, oh, he, he does want to come back. He wants to be here. Go get him. I think he, yeah, I think he would entertain for sure. I mean, he still has Denver Bronco in his Twitter bio. Like he, his his profile picture is still him in a Broncos uniform, so I think he would like to be here, but you know it's he's definitely driving up his price because he give him credit he I did not see that in Vaughn, I thought he was completely over the hill, um, and I think part of that is Chubb and somebody on the other side wasn't playing well so he got all the attention I think part of it is he took a little bit of a step back, you know regressed a little bit. And then, you know, having Aaron Donald certainly helps. Well, so, it's, it's, well it's like I've said, he, he's DeMarcus Cousins. DeMarcus Ware. Or DeMarcus. Not DeMarcus exactly Cousins. DeMarcus, Cousins. DeMarcus Ware. Sorry, DeMarcus. I have, I have DeMarcus <laughs> Cousins in my head. DeMarcus Ware. Yeah, he's DeMarcus Ware at this point. Yeah. I mean, he, might be, he might be better. Well, yeah, yeah he <laughs> might be slightly better. But at this point in his career, what he does... Yeah. What he's there for, that's that's what he's that's what he is. He's yeah. he's not gonna be he shouldn't be the best pass rusher on your team. He should be mm-hmm. he should be one one B or second. How about this? Chris Harris is gonna be a free agent. Why not? Uh Why I not? think he's lost a step. I 
to play in the slot. I don't know. Um, he's had some injuries as well, so I mean, I don't know. But it's not I, abnormal to see these guys move to a safety role. Um, I think for you know, like a leadership aspect. Uh, depth at the corner position. I don't. I'm not saying that he is where he was, but now you got stuff on the table. You know, hey, Manuel's a free agent. Oh, you don't need a wide receiver. I'm just kidding. Now I'm just getting ahead of myself. But uh, details of the Carson was straight. By the way, uh, a 2022 third, 2023 third that can become a second if Carson wins plays 70% of the plays, and a 2022 second. So there's a chance that the Colts are giving up two seconds and a third. Uh, the Commanders are getting Carson in a second. In a second. Interesting. So they're swapping twos, and then possibly another second and a third coming back to the Colts. I guess it's not a ton, um, but for what the Colts gave up to get Carson. That sucks for the Colts. And what do they do at quarterback? They're probably going to wait on Garoppolo. I mean, does Garoppolo put them over the top? He might get them to the playoffs. He should be able to get them to the playoffs. Wentz theoretically did that. (laughs) They just kind of choked down the stretch as a team. I just... Well... I don't know if you get that much... Like, going from Carson to Jimmy G... Although Maybe I'd rather they, have Jimmy G, I don't think you get that much better. I, I think at this point for the Colts, you try and stack up on picks. You take this year as kind of an, a loss, and you draft someone next year. Or if someone becomes available, you go after that person next year. Um, I mean, if you're going to do that, why even trade for Jimmy G? You well, that's what, I'm, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Maybe you don't. Maybe you just go and trade for uh, Mitch Trubisky, go cheap. Because to me, and all, then, they're, all they're doing, if they trade Wentz, you know, and by trade, well, like a swap out Wentz and get Garoppolo, they're just they're just doing what the Broncos were doing. They're just trading Band-Aid for Band-Aid. Right. And at that point, you they have a good roster. At this point, since you can't get one of the guys, you know, Russ, Rodgers... If I were them, I'm I'm going all out for Deshaun Watson. If everything checks out, well, they can't. They don't have a first this year, and that's the problem. They they screwed themselves by trading for Carson once uh, last year, and then plus two they're in the division, so highly doubt the Texans would trade him in division. Right. Um, I, this because might, they because they would have probably maybe have been an option for for Russ, but they they traded their pick. Yeah, you you, you might as well blow that up. Also helps that the Broncos sucked last year, so they had pick nine. Yeah. Yeah, blow it up. If I'm a Colts fan, blow it up. I don't want it's to. It's hard to blow it up with that team, though. That defense is really good. Jonathan Taylor is really good. I mean, it's either blow it up or, or waste the talent. <laughs> Why not get something for the talent? I, I, I think you, uh, at this point, yeah, I mean, you don't have a pick, though, this year. It, it might be a wash year and try and trade up next year in the in the draft. You would do what the forty would do what the 49ers did, right? Really, in this league, there's two options. You trade up to go get a guy in the in the draft, or you go and, and try to get lucky and get, you know, a Hall of Fame quarterback. Proving guy, yeah. 
But I mean, you you got to be. Not only do you have to have a good team to where that team that player is willing to go there, you have to have a good. Um, you you have to be on a team, or you have to be a team that has a solid history. You have to be a team that's in the opposite conference. Like, there's a lot that goes into being that team to get one of these guys, right? Like the Bucks, you have to be, you have to be ready. Like you have to be there. Um, I don't know. I luckily for the Broncos, they have they have a, a, a great culture, at least what is said to be a great culture. They have hit the history. They had a good defense. Like it, it just so happened that they lucked into it twice in a decade. But I don't know. Um, it's tough at this point. Listen, if I'm the Colts, nothing I get puts me over the top. <laughs> nothing. No. So that's what I'm saying. So, Trade for somebody. Just try not to give up a lot. Like that's why I think Trubisky is probably your best option. And then trade up in the draft next year. I mean, if you're if you're gonna get to starting over just get to starting over don't delay it in my opinion don't delay it but because i mean anybody they get i mean they're what are the colts now the i don't know let's look at the teams in the afc i would say who okay right now way too early predictions but right now who's the best team i, I think buffalo probably is the best team in the afc would you would you agree or are you going to go kansas city uh, record-wise? Like, just, re not record-wise, but just, you know, if you had to rank them. If we're ranking oh, Kansas City. City. Okay, Kansas City. I, I'd probably go Buffalo. Um, I'll go Buffalo, Kansas City. I think you have to throw the Bengals in there since they made the Super Bowl. I'd throw the Broncos in there over Tennessee, uh, but then I'd go Tennessee. So that's five, right? That's, that's already five teams. Then I'd probably throw the Chargers there. And the Ravens somewhere between six and seven. I would say the down. Ravens are better than okay. the Titans and Chargers. Okay, but I mean, I don't there. buy. I'm I'm not buying into Titans until they get a quarterback. Okay, but that's that's seven. So Buffalo, Kansas City, Ravens, Broncos, uh, Chargers, Titans, Bengals. That's seven teams right there that you could see making the playoffs. Well, I'll say this: <laughs> I think the Colts have a better team than Indy. If they were to go get Garoppolo, they'd win that division. Wait. You said the Colts have a better team than Indy. That's oh, then Tennessee. Team. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, it's um, the same team. I I would take – if Garoppolo was in Indy, I would I, I think they would win that division. Okay. Um... But, again, they'd probably be a first-round exit. Or, uh, yeah, a first-round divisional round exit. Yes. They have a better defense. And I think Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor is – Hey just as good hey now. as Derrick Henry. Hey now. I mean, look at the numbers. I mean, the numbers, yes, say that. But yards per carry, they have a better offensive line than Tennessee, which helps Jonathan Taylor. But Derrick Derrick Henry's X factor ability is really good. Yeah, well, so is Jonathan <laughs> Taylor's. I mean, um, Tennessee though also has AJ Brown and Julio. 
Sure, and I think Indy. I think they can go out. They can go out and get somebody. They also have Michael Pittman. Maybe you can bring back Ty. Maybe Indy has a slight edge. They have a much better defense. Yeah, because their defense. Yeah, and this is assuming they get Garoppolo. But like my my point is though is like even if they get Garoppolo right, like they're still so far down there. Like it just doesn't. Well, yeah. I mean, even at that point, it's a first round. That's what I'm saying. The AFC South is crap. Um, so yeah, I mean, let's say Pittsburgh gets Garoppolo, though, right? God, I hope so. Like, what is Pittsburgh doing? Because they're a really good team. I think that puts them in the same position as Indy. I don't think that puts them above anybody that I've mentioned already. They're not better than. Uh, they're not better than the Ravens. I don't think they're better than Cincy. Not- Ravens need a wide receiver, but yeah, I mean, they'll Would they probably be address than the that. Chargers? I look the, until the Chargers go out and get a defense. I don't know what they're doing. I, as of right now, I would go Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincy. Since he's better than Denver. Yes, as of right now, the current roster constructed right now. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Denver, I'd put at four. I don't know. Um, at five. Uh, I I guess at five I'd put Tennessee. Char- I no, I'd put the Ravens, then the Chargers, then the Titans. I think it's easy to leapfrog the Titans if Pittsburgh gets quarterback or if Indy gets okay, quarterback. But at that point, there's still seven. Yes, I, I think they're they're they they are there with the Ravens and the and the Chargers though. I think they could. I think if the the Steelers were to get Garoppolo, I'd put them at five, because I think they they're better than the Chargers and I think they're they're better than um, the Titans. Hmm. I think you can make a compelling argument for both since he and the Broncos being one being better than the other. I think both teams have very good arguments. Yeah. And we'll see. And, and the, also the other thing I'm counting for is Cincinnati has a ton of cap space. Mm-hmm. So they are going to going to, and they have their first round pick. They will get better. Um, Joe Burrow will get better. Jamar chase will get better. They have a better receiving core than the Broncos. They have a better running back in my opinion, as of right now than the Broncos. Um, maybe the Broncos have a slightly better O line. I think You're Cincinnati is better pass. I think Cincinnati is better pass rushers. You're free in their secondaries, even from both of them, money's roughly the same. Which one would you choose? I mean, Cincinnati was just in the Super Bowl. It's hard to turn down Cincinnati, and and they probably have more money than that. They're offering probably more money. To be honest. Well, but but if money's roughly the same. I would I would still prob oh man. Only the here's the thing. Cincinnati I would say is more compelling just because they were just in the Super Bowl. But I would I would rather live in Denver and play for that organization. Well and you also get Russell Wilson. Because they have Denver an indoor facility. Well, I look, I'm pu- I'm pushing Joe Burrow and Wilson at this point. Okay. If 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 I'm choosing bet- yeah, between the two, those are a p- if if I'm a defensive guy, the offenses are a push. I don't think you can go wrong with either. 
Right. So that's what I'm saying. Then it comes down to, well, Cincinnati was just in the Super Bowl. They beat the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. But I don't trust our organization. They don't have an indoor facility. Denver is nicer than Cincinnati. So if that matters, I would pick Denver. So it is, It. is. I guess it depends on what you want. If I'm just looking at the roster, I would choose Cincinnati. Okay. I just think if I am a corner, I'm choosing Cincinnati. If I am a... Uh, if I'm a pass rusher, I'm choosing Cincinnati because they have other pass rushers that can help you, whereas Denver, I can't trust Chubb to stay healthy. They don't really have anyone else. So I guess it depends on what position. If I'm a, if I'm an offensive player, I think I choose Denver because I think there's more opportunity there. I don't know. I don't know. Cincinnati is really good. I think people are forgetting already how good Cincinnati is. I, they have the best receiver core, I think, in the league. They have a top 10 quarterback. They have probably a top five receiver. They have a top 10 running back. They have $60 million in cap space. They have solid pass rushers. They have a great safety. I think corner is what they need. Like, if I'm J.C. Jackson, I'm going Cincinnati. Hmm. That's fair. Cincinnati's really good. No, they are. <laughs> and then they're, they're in great position, and their quarterback is half the price of, of Russell Wilson. Hmm. No, yeah, I mean, I think you make good points. That's why I say it. I think you make compelling arguments for both of them. I think, I think you are correct in saying that Cincinnati might be, I think it's slightly more attractive. I just the, the the flip side of it though is the culture, is the facility, is the city. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So what do you value more? And one of them could possibly have Peyton Manning as their owner. Right. So, um, interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. Did you know we have almost gone two hours talking strictly Broncos? <laughs> that's that's new. We have not we, we can done that. we can barely get through ten minutes. Oh, it was painful. Our game previews were like, you have anything else <laughs> to say? No. Do you have any? No. They're gonna lose. Okay. Moving on. Pick them. Uh, we almost went two hours. What are we? The fan? <laughs> okay, um, we. Hey, I listened to the fan for three hours yesterday. I haven't done that since Peyton Manning was here. There you go. There you go. Um, I wanted to, speaking of the fan, uh, good friend James Merrillat. Um, oh, boy. He, I liked this tweet that he tweeted out. Uh, three best off-season days in Broncos history. May 2nd, 1983. March 20th, 2012. March 8th, mm-hmm. 2022. Oh. Those were the days we stole Hall of Fame quarterbacks. from. Oh, and those, those last two, I remember exactly where I was, what I was doing, how what excited doing I was. May 2nd, 1983. No, I'm saying the later two. I, know, I, know. Um, I don't know. I don't. I was not born. Maybe. <laughs> May second, um, the Broncos traded for John Elway. Um, assuming uh, March twentieth. Obviously, I'm pretty sure that's the day we got Peyton Manning. And then March eighth. Obviously, yesterday you get Russell Wilson. How crazy is that? I was a senior in high school. I was walking home 
kind of hurry up because I, I always watch during my lunch. I would because I had a break at an hour at like 1230 or something like 12 right around that time. And I would always run home and watch first take. Um, got home. Opened my phone, turned on TV and all of a sudden I see breaking news. Peyton Manning <laughs> signs with the Denver Broncos. I, I, I will always remember that. I, I I was standing next to the kitchen table. I had to grab the, the TV remote, turn around, turn on TV. That's where I was standing, the corner of the, the, the kitchen table. I, I will I always was, remember that day. I think I was eating something at the time. I'm, I'm pretty sure you were eating at <laughs> something at the time. I'm pretty sure you were eating something yesterday at the time. <laughs> no, I was working yesterday. <laughs> I was not eating. I would have, though. I would have. Um, no, it's just so mind-blowing to me that the Denver Broncos have now gotten three quarterbacks three hall of fame quarterbacks in their franchise history and they didn't draft either of them I, i'll say this though i yeah. would like to before i die i would like to see the broncos develop nah. a hall of fame quarterback nah. draft and i would this is i wouldn't mind i just i wouldn't i'd rather have to 20 years than you know the, Listen, the six the four just embrace it this is who we are this is what we do we steal the Hall of Fame quarterback. We soak them up from whatever they're worth. We suck. <laughs> and then we steal another one. This is who we are. Hey, Just if you could guess right now in 10 years, 10 years, oh, who Joe do they Burrow. steal? Oh, obviously, Joe Burrow. Can't wait to uh, see that's, him here. Uh, I did not think of that. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, Joe Burrow. We can't wait to see you in uh, good orange. Not that orange. No, I don't know. That's, a good one. that's just who we are. There's three times. I mean, at this point, are you going to deny that it can never happen again? I'm not. Especially okay, how about this? Manning. How about this? In five years, would you trade Russell Wilson for the first overall pick to get another Manning? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I got my eyes locked on that thing. <laughs> All right? So, so, don't you tell me what the good time. Every time I, what is his name? What was his name? Archie. Uh, Archie or Arch, yeah, Arch, Arch, Arch. Every Arch. time I see his 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 highlights, I'm like future Denver Bronco, Arch Manning. Absolutely. Yeah, when he's thirty six years old. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Especially we'll steal him. We'll steal him in twenty years. Don't especially worry. Especially if he's if if uh, Uncle Peyton's the owner. Oh, lock. That is a <laughs> lock. We are getting. We're getting just uh, okay. the Manning so family let, line let's say, from here on out. Let's say Russ has maybe like two, three years. How many first round picks would you try to get? Or offer? Would you offer to get Arch Manning? Um, all of them for the rest of my franchise's history, and I'll trade you as well as a sweetener. <laughs> so, so he can have you. So I mean, whatever you want. I will buy crumble payments. I will I will pay in crumble. You can't have crumble for the rest of your life. Oh man. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's really tough. <laughs> we might have to suck, guys. Sorry. I might have to be selfish <laughs> on this one. We've already got yeah, three Super Bowls. Ideally we get a fourth one in Russell. Don't Daniels. don't curse the Broncos like you did with the Nuggets and Avs because of Crumble. Don't do that. That's true. That's fair. You are the reason Jamal Murray tore his okay. ACL. You are the reason why MPJ broke his back again. Oh, oh. You are the reason why the Avs. You are the reason why the Avs turned into the Rockies I will, on ice. Wow, that was a jump. Um, the Rockies, <laughs> Stanley Cup to the Rockies. Yeesh. Um, I will take full responsibility for the Avalanche. 
However, they're playing really well right now. Okay? It's the greatest jinx of all time. So apologies for that. I should use my powers for good. Um, I will take full responsibility for that one. That is injuries. I will never forget that one. I mean, that just like success, that is that is one of those that I will never forget. Taking a turn, and I don't like it. I don't like this podcast anymore. I'm not happy anymore. Anyways, uh, is there any any Nuggets talk you want to get to today? I mean, the Nuggets are back. Who cares? They played the. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, let me know when Jamal back. comes back and yeah, we can talk. Say, Wash your mouth at this point. Uh, the Nuggets do play the Kings tonight. Um, and then they play the Warriors tomorrow. Ideally, they go 3-1 three, three and one in this stretch. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, Nuggets are 9-1 and one since DeMarcus Cousins has gotten here. Big deal. So. It's a big deal. He changes a lot for them. He does. He really has solidified a lot for them. So... Um, yeah, nine and one. They're, well, they're sixteen and five since Demarcus Cousins has uh, gotten here. Nine and one in the last ten. So now we're just waiting for reinforcements. That's all it is. Although right. I'm not sure Jamal comes back. We'll see. Um, I've I've pretty I've backed off quite a bit. Why do you say that? Just because he's not. Um, I guess there was a setback. He got put in a COVID protocol. And since uh, then, he's kind of... there. I, I think there's some pain that he still has. Um, I, I don't think he comes back. Oh, let him sit. That's where I was. Let him sit. All right. Now, it, now if, he, if he is, you know, no, no, no longer feeling pain, if he is feeling good, then sure, come back. Great. I, I don't at this point. Uh, I think there was a big setback. I don't think he comes back. We shall see. That's going to do it for us today. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, the Broncos are fun again. We can actually predict them to win games against good teams instead of lose games now. Man. We made this season, we may predict them to win more games this season than we have in the last four years. Yeah, possibly. I mean, well, let's look at the schedule real quick. I mean, I know it's way too early. You know, free agency draft still hasn't even happened. But because um, I, I, I looked at the schedule a few podcasts ago, and I was like, I this team's going to be miserable next year. Uh, let me see what their schedule is. Okay, so obviously you have the six against the division opponents. I think now, I think now you split one of those against the Chiefs. So I'm going to count them down for a split. I would favor them in both games against the Chargers. Yeah, I think they split the Chargers, though. Uh, okay. Um, I would say they should beat the Raiders both times. Yeah. So so even if we just do a year. So two splits. So two and two, right? Um, four and two. I think they beat the Raiders both times. I think they beat the Brakes off the Texans. I think that's five and two. Beat the Colts, six and two. Think you can beat the Cardinals seven and two. Think you can beat the Niners eight and two. Should definitely beat the Jags ten and two. Um, ooh, the Rams that would be an interesting one if Vaughn stays there. Um, maybe that's a toss up. Maybe they lose that game. You could say so. Three losses. Is that in LA? Uh, that is yes. Um, yeah, it's probably lost. They play Tennessee. I think they 
win that game, but I mean, if you want to count that out as a loss, four. In, in Tennessee, I would say loss. <laughs> they play Seattle in Washington this year. What? How does that always happen? <laughs> is it in Seattle? It is in Seattle. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh. That is awesome. That's a win. pain. The pain that Seattle will feel. Uh, yeah, that's a win. So what are we at? Four losses still. Baltimore. I think it's toss up, but you can. I think it's a win or loss. Four or five. Beat Carolina. Beat the Jets. So what is that? Twelve and five. Thirteen and four. I, I think at minimum they should go ten and seven. Obviously. Oh. Bare minimum, if they do not get to double digits when something happened. And, and remember, though, remember when Peyton got here that first year, they started three and three. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're, you know, and, and that was a better team than this team, I think. Mm-hmm. So um, it it will take time. I don't think the defense will be as good as last year unless they go crazy in free agency. So I think as of right now, I would say eleven and six. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. All right. What a day. What a day. What a day. What a day. Two hours talking mainly Broncos. Um, but Jokic is back in action tonight. I can't wait for that. All right. For Brandon Stoll on the other side. Yes. Thank you. I am Stephen Priest Jr. This has been the Behind the Glass Broncos. Russell Wilson. Sports Podcast. <laughs>